Grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God our Father and from our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. You're in the barnyard, and you can smell all of the animals before you see them. You make your way around, and, and there's the cow. There's the horse. There's the pig. As you can see, I've been perfecting my animal sounds with, with my children. <clears throat> But there's one other animal that, at least in the petting zoos of old, tends not to get as much attention as all those other cooler animals, the bigger animals. And she's sitting off, seemingly by herself, off to the side, and you make your way over there and you look down at the mother hen. And suddenly you see a little head pop up, and then another one, and another, and there's like a half dozen little chicks, all part of her brood, which are hiding underneath of her welcoming wings. You didn't even realize that they were there. And they come out and they are squawking and going all over the place because those little hens, they know that mama, she's home base, right? She's their defender. She's their protector. She's the one who's going to cover over them, especially when there's any kind of threat of danger. If there's any prey around, she's the one that they need to flee to to find that protection, she's the one who will hide them under her wings. But you know that sometimes that brood, all of those little chicks, can be a little bit of stubborn and stiff-necked, can't they? They make their way out from under mama and they start wandering all over the place. Where are they going? Why are they going away? Nobody knows, okay? They're squawking away. Stubborn they are. Of course, Mama, fortunately, in her own way, is a blessedly stubborn creature, and so she's coming after them. This is more chicken sounds in a sermon than I've ever made in my life. I can promise you that. But you can picture the scene, that Mama Hen, she loves her brood, she loves those little chicks. She wants to do nothing more than to defend them, to protect them, to be their refuge especially when they are making their way away from her. She'll do anything she has to in order to guard them, come what may. I read a story from a, a, a farmer woman, and she tells how there was a fire in her area. And after the fire, the firemen were making their way through, making sure there weren't any more hot spots, spots where the fire could, could come up. And as they're going down a trail, they see a lump on the trail. And they get a little bit closer to the lump and the fireman realizes oh, it's a bird. And he thinks that's strange. It's a chicken. Now chickens are not known for their aviation skills, okay, but presumably if a fire was coming this chicken could have flown away, could have escaped, could have gotten away. So the fireman gets closer, he sees the blackened carcass. And he just goes to kind of kick it off of the trail with his foot. But when he does, he's suddenly greeted with a flurry of activity at his feet. Because hiding underneath of the bird charred remains of the mama hen were a half dozen little chicks that had been guarded, defended, protected by their mother hen. And think about that. She could have fled. She could have gotten away when she felt the heat of the flames coming up upon her. But she stayed 
even though her chicks might be prone to wander, even though they were stubborn and squawking, still she would not fail and she would not flee. She was their persistent refuge. Now I start in the barnyard and with this story because I think it helps to illuminate one of the most surprising metaphors in the Gospels. You've read the Gospels, you've heard our Lord Jesus compare himself to all sorts of different things before. He says that he is the door, that he's the gate. Of course, that he's the the light of the world, that he's a vine, that he's a shepherd. All of these different sorts of metaphors. But here in today's Gospel, he compares himself to a hen. Really? You heard it there. He's speaking over the city of Jerusalem and its inhabitants saying, Oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, how often would I have gathered your children together the way a hen gathers her brood, and you would not. This is who Christ is. He is the the home base for humanity. He comes in order to be our defender, to be our protector, He's the one who desires to shield all people with his welcoming wings, but we would not. John says it at the beginning of his gospel. He says that Christ came to his own and his own would not receive him. Jesus is speaking more immediately about those religious leaders. He came, he he wants to gather them all up. Come, listen to me. He came in order that they may have life and have it to the full. And yet again and again and again, they're rebelling. These stubborn, stiff-necked chicks. They won't come to Christ. Who is the hen? Who is their refuge? Even when trouble lurks. See, Jesus can see what either they can't see or won't see. Which is that a firestorm is brewing. It's the firestorm of their sins. And if they don't flee to him for refuge, they will be devoured by them. But in fact, this is why Christ came. See, to be the defender, the protector, to be the refuge. So that when Christ sees that fire coming, he stretches out his welcoming wings on the cross in order to be the refuge for humanity. Even while all of those stubborn, stiff-necked brood keep squawking at him up there, if you are the Son of God, come down from the cross now. Then we'll believe in you. Even while they continue to rebel against him, they persist in their sinfulness. Still, he stands on the cross. He stays up there, hanging for them in order to be their persistent refuge, even though they are stubborn, even though they are sinful and stiff-necked. Christ would not fail, and he would not flee. That's why he came. And this is who he is for you and for me. You know, in the book of Psalms, just in the book of Psalms, God is referred to as our refuge more than 40 times. You think of of Psalm 46, the basis of our hymn, A Mighty Fortress. God is our refuge and our strength, our ever-present help in trouble. Therefore, though the mountains fall into the sea, 
we will not fear. Psalm 36 says, How precious is your steadfast love, O God! The children of mankind take refuge in the shadow of your wings. And again, Psalm 91, He will cover you with his pinions, and under his wings you will find refuge. The Lord is your refuge and your strength, especially when things get hard, when the fires come, when the predators come after you. That's when he is your refuge and your strength. And so I think the question that we need to ask today is whose wings am I under? Whose wings do I flee to? Let me tell you what I mean by that. See, when the going gets tough, it's tempting, even for us who are the brood of our Savior, we're still rebellious. We still have within our hearts that stubbornness sometimes to be like those foolish chicks that even though they know that their mama hen is their protector and their defender, still they go away. And you and I can be the same way, can't we? When things get tough, where do you seek refuge? So we look around our world, I can see, well, we might call it the WWW of wonky wings that we're tempted to seek refuge under. The first W is wealth. Within our culture, people think, well, if I have wealth, if I've got money in the, the bank account or in my 401k, then I don't need to worry about what's going to happen. I have that defense. But then something happens like the recession in 2008 and the housing crisis. And how do you see people responding? Their refuge gets taken away. They realize there's no safety there. A second W is in our wisdom. We think, well, okay, maybe other people are going to struggle in the midst of trials and adversities, but I know better, see? Or maybe even, you know, I'm, I'm a Christian. I know a lot of Bible stuff. I'm going to be okay. We seek for refuge in our own wisdom. Or finally, a third W, in our own works. Now, as good Lutheran believers, we would never say that outright. And yet in our heart of hearts, in the back of our minds, we think, well, things are going to go okay for me. I'm not going to have a, a, a tough go of it because, well, because I'm a good person. God's not going to let that sort of stuff happen to me, to other people, to unbelievers. But me, no, 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 no. I'm one who follows God's ways. He's going to look after me. Friends, all of those are wonky wings where you cannot find refuge. Flee to Christ. Come to him at all times, but especially when things get hard, when those trials come upon you. Run to him. Flee to him. Don't seek refuge in any place else because he will not fail and he will not flee. He is your persistent refuge. Come what may. Amen. May the peace of God that surpasses all understanding keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. We stand to sing.